You are listening to So You Want to Read Tolkien, a podcast that goes through each of J.R.R. Tolkien's main works, chapter by chapter, and discusses them in a most ridiculous manner. simply walk into Mordor. I would cut off your head, dwarf, if it stood but a little higher from the ground. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? Yargonath. Till at last I threw down my enemy and smote his ruin upon the mountainside. What's happening out there? Shall I describe it to you? Or would you like me to find you a box? Now don't be hasty, Master Miriadok. Is this new death Hello and welcome. So you want to read Tolkien. Today we are talking about Appendix A, Part 1, Sections... Oh shit. 1 and 3, and like we might mention 2, but not really. <laughs> Two is a family tree, yeah. so like so boring. You know. And that's yeah. Why did we do the last part first? You're gonna ask yourself because we wanted to, and it's our show. So there we go. Oh, I'm Caitlin, and um, <laughs> I've developed this new disease. Well, it's an old disease that I used to have that I thought I got over, but now I have it again, and I can't stop. I can't stop buying books. I literally bought two books today. That's amazing. But Congratulations. I went to three bookstores on the weekend. That's We're, a lot of I only have one being vaccine. out of your house. <laughs> I have developed a sickness. It's great. It's way better than my sickness, which is where I show up in the bookstore and then walk away not buying anything because I... But I bet your made. bank account feels a lot better than mine. My bank account would feel good no matter what because I'm not doing anything. <laughs> and that's fair. Because that's fair. we've been trapped in our houses for 12 months. Anyways, that's me. I'm Rachel, and I'm actually going to go visit some people and stay in a <gasps> hotel for a weekend for the first time since um, literally these are the friends I saw the weekend before we locked down. So weird. Very and I'm Emmy, and I will also be going on this weekend jaunt to see a different different set of four walls than my own. It's very exciting. Yeah, other than that, absolutely nothing interesting has happened to me this week. But I'm, go team fully vaccinated Americans! Yeah, I'm, I'm not allowed to leave my health zone. All three bookstores that I went to are in my my health authority zone. I don't even know. My province has gone a little bit crazy. And um, I mean, we're not Ontario. <laughs> where everything's real bad so that's fine that's great thumbs up for not being ontario but um yeah it's wild i want to think like what what were we what was our chapter when this all started i was like i was about to be like well how far did we get during this whole time but then well, i realized the answer isn't very far because yeah, no, we just we... all sank into misery <laughs> yeah pandemic depression struck yeah it was bad. hard i'd like two other podcasts that I had to do and it was hard every every second I was like oh, I just want to lie down and stare at the floor 
That's been the past year of my life. Fair. Honestly, <laughs> I think this whole buying book addiction thing is in direct reference to when the quarantine first started, I went on a big getting rid of books binge and I got rid of at least 400 books. And now I look at my shelves and they're empty. See, and it's, you know, the the world is healing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to fill them back up. Except I don't. Especially not all in like one week because that was years of collections. A lot of those books were <laughs> you free. Bought, you bought two books. You're fine. You're fine. No, no, no. You're no, fine. No, no, I mean, I bought two books today. I don't even want to tell you how many books I've bought in the past week. I there mean, are things I have. Some of them are pre-orders, right? <laughs> some of them haven't arrived. Some of them haven't arrived. This is very true. So it's basically like you haven't bought them yet. Shh. It's oh, fine. But the money is gone, Emmy. The money is gone. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. I'm going to do the characters because I really want to do the characters. Damn it. Okay. So our list of characters this week is just, no, we didn't do it. We're not doing that. That's insane. It is every character we've ever met, plus some. Plus a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but let me tell you, if you need a good baby name, you can just flip to this part of the book. Except no, because most of the names are terrible. Ah, they have also, like most of them okay, like okay. died horribly or something, which is the part that kept getting me when people kept naming their kids after people who like died tragically. What are you thinking? Well, are the dead. There, I was gonna say, there's a difference between if they die like tragically versus dying terribly, right? Like you could be a tragic hero and be brave and bold and whatever and then some of them are like cowards it's like by die terribly do you mean like tripped and fell face first onto a rake or something like (laughs) i'm sorry is that like your number one fear (laughs) it's certainly a fear clearly it stays with her i do Uh, not own a rake mostly i just pictured a terrible death being sideshow bob yeah, that's what I was thinking when you said that. But I was like, look, he had he hit himself with a rake a million times, basically, and he was still good. But not the pointy end. Not the pointy end, that's true. Um, in this chapter, we get a refresher on all of the things that may or may not matter for the new television series. Also, everything we read in, in the Silmarillion is here, really. Much shorter. Much, much, much shorter. But but mostly the stuff in the Silmarillion that, you know, covers the whatever several thousand years of the Second Age. Yep. And one, one you know, Morgoth. fell swoop. I mean, the First Age was, is here, too, summed up very nicely. Yeah, but the First Age probably isn't in the TV show, so whatever. Well, so here's the thing that I don't understand, actually. So, like, the Tolkien estate still owns the rights to the Silmarillion and are unlikely to sell them. But, like, it's all summed up right here. Like, all the characters are named. The broad strokes are mentioned. None of the details. So, like, what can they use and what can't they use? Who makes that choice? Oh, man, we're getting into some real, like, Marvel. We can't call them mutants, but we can use their characters. uh, Fun. Yeah. I. But, like... Technically speaking, I think from here you could show Fanor creating the Silmarils and, you know, inventing murder. It it ends up becoming how closely do they invent that um to ma- like if they create it, it can't match what happens in the Silmarillion unless it's written here. Yeah, but it's not written here in enough detail to like 
To be know, fair, I don't think it was scene. written in the Silmarillion in enough detail either. I think it was just he made the thing. <laughs> I think what it comes down to is whatever they invent has to match up to the detail, the more explicit details you got in the book. Otherwise, the hardcore fans that they're hoping to draw into the show will get really upset and burn it down. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. Because they could change it and do something kind of new and different. But then, yeah, the hardcore book fans will be like, you changed it. And they'd be like, well, legally we had to. And the hardcore fans will be like, well, we're going to burn you down. Yeah, you should have been more creative than that. You should have found a way. Also, when is legally we had to ever been an accepted excuse? <laughs> like, let's be honest. The internet doesn't really care. When you said they just want their way. They should find a way. I was like, like Fanor when he invented murder. Yes, just like that. Just like that. Or I suppose was inspired by Morgoth to murder. Whatever. <laughs> he invented it. It's fine. Anyways, yeah. So the Silmarils are created and a bunch of shit happens. See our first our first couple episodes for more in depth. Yeah. Well, and really it's interesting because it there's a whole bunch of stuff that happened. Um, again, also see our drunk episode, which probably does a good job of recapping <laughs> the whole thing. Oh, I forgot that we did that. Yeah. Um, does it do a good job, though? It does, does a job. It, it does an entertaining it does a job. job. There you go. Um, but it's actually like really the main focus here is pretty much just leading us on to the people we just read a bunch about where it, it pretty much just focuses on the three times that an elf and a special man, <laughs> special human um, married. <laughs> <laughs> was Baron special though? I think he was your regular old himbo. <laughs> the the three times an elf and a himbo married <laughs> uh which is of course baron and lithian and idril and tuor uh and then of course um arwen and aragorn who are the descendants of the aforementioned mm -hmm. couples so that's yep. weird yeah it was like the fam the branches of the family tree were reunited and i was literally sitting here reading this like did we Want that? Were we uh, hoping these people who are tangentially related would come back together? Because I don't, I don't think that's what we were hoping for. Honestly, branches of a family tree can stay far away. Again, nobody would be so mad far about apart, it. There's nothing weird about it, really. No, it's not weird. It's just the way that it's phrased is weird. Like this is something we were hoping for. Oh, we yeah, were aspiring no. that the branches of these this family tree would be reunited. Oh, personally was not hoping for that personally that that was not that was not a dream that i carried with me <laughs> i always think about how when we were doing the silmarillion and at one point we were looking at some elf family trees and how almost all of them had uh i think it was arendelle on it and i was like they will find any way to connect themselves to arendelle <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter what family they actually are. They will be like, and then my cousin married this dude and blah, blah, blah. And there is Arendelle in our family. And this sort of smells like that, you know? You know, That's like fair. the elves just being um, happy to yeah. have more Arendelle blood. <laughs> Listen, not to make this like fully American, but it's very like Daughters of the American Revolution, where you will jump through however many hoops you have to, to like, I don't even know, attach yourself to a founding father. We're obsessed. I um, thought that Daughters of the American Revolution was something that was made up for Gilmore Girls for most of my life. <laughs> no, it's it only... is a wasp 
institution. It is firmly recently that I found out that was firmly real. entrenched. Recently, like five minutes there. ago, or <laughs> uh, no, no, it was a couple <laughs> years ago, but it was still like, oh, I went through all of Gilmore Girls thinking that was made up. <laughs> Amazing! Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, you're missing, you just, like, the social context must have just slammed into you, like, a decade later. <laughs> oh, no, like, the, you, you get what it is from the show. Like, it wasn't, like, no, I got the social context. You just, like, thought it was, like, parodying real yes. things and not that it actually was the real thing. Yes, I didn't think America was parod- parodying itself quite so hard there, but. <laughs> oh, no, we do. Well, so back to elves. <laughs> back to elves. Um, you know, after, again, giving us that brief overview of like, here's the three, we're going to take the long way there. So basically, we get into um, Arendelle and Elwing got it on and had two sons, uh, both of whom were officially half-elven. And so, you know, as they do, uh, the... Valar, I guess, or I don't know, whatever. They gave him a choice to be like, you get to pick <laughs> <laughs> who you want to stay with, mommy or daddy. <laughs> so yeah. Uh... <laughs> well, no, because they're both half elves. Well, I, I know, but... And they both go and live in the sky. They, <laughs> they don't get either of their parents. They don't get either parents, yeah. but, you know, okay, you know, you know what I fucking mean. <laughs> Do I? Yes, yes, I um, do. So for maximum dramatic potential, of course, uh, they choose differently. Uh, Elrond <laughs> chooses to be an elf and all of the benefits that come with that, including uh, getting to take the ship back to Valinor when he feels like it, I guess. And then they're like, oh, by the way, any kids you have, uh, will get to make that choice too. They can, you know, join you on the ship right then and there or stay and become mortal. I have questions. Nobody can answer these questions, but I have them. Why do Elrond's children get this choice, but not Elros's? Well, I guess because Elrond has kids with an elf, and it makes them more elfy. Never mind, I've answered my own question. <laughs> and also, like, I mean, that's that's kind of a thing, right? He made the choice, and thus it was sort of made for his children, too. And the inverse happens for Elros, and they don't like it. They are pissed off at it. So would I be. Oh, my God. Right? I, so, uh, <laughs> immortality gone? You just gave that up? Like, fuck you, sir. Yeah. Um, I could get so, so much anyway, done if I was immortal. Yes. <laughs> but you wouldn't need to, because you'd have eternity. Or at least you'd have Yeah, but I'd probably still need to feed is. myself. Yeah. 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 Lame. But also, like, he's going to be king of a bunch of people, so he doesn't really have to yeah. feed himself. That's going to be great. Other people will feed him. Probably yep. also peel his grapes. Yep. That'd be nice. I do love a peeled grape, but I'm way too lazy to ever peel them. <laughs> but they are generally more enjoyable without the skin. I, I, I've i only peeled a grape once in my life, and it was when I needed to use it as a fake eyeball for a prop. Oh, you're missing out. Sometimes <laughs> I peel grapes I mean, for I did fun, eat them. and then I eat them. I do actually enjoy also just the sensation of the peeling. That can be pretty enjoyable too, mm-hmm. very satisfying. That's where I come up. Yeah. <laughs> We've gotten way off track here. <laughs> yeah, I knew we were going to get off track, but uh, I, I, 
you know <laughs> what grapes didn't come up in the appendices <laughs> uh, everything else fucking did again yep, um it really did Tolkien refuses to give us enough information on the fermentation of alcohol in Middle Earth, and yeah. I am mad about it. This see seems like the sort of thing he would have episodes about. for more on that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Elrond chose to be an elf, and his brother Elros uh, chose to be mortal. And so they're like, okay, cool. Well, um, well, at least make you king of Numenor. Sound good? And Numenor was a gift to the humans that helped out. In the big war against the big Whoops. bad. Yeah. I guess a gift from the Valar. Somewhere they could live and they can like see Valinor in the distance. Yeah, it's it's an island, but a special island. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is actually though. But they, you know, they were long lived and had had a lot of connection with the Valar and um, the elves. It's the fancy name for the elves. Um, the Eldar? Yeah, that one. Um, and so they got to, yeah, look at look at Valinor and they got some special perks from it. All of which is going to matter momentarily. But first, Tolkien has to give us an entire list of all of the Numenorean rulers. Yep. It's just like several paragraphs of a list of names, uh, of which the War. only interesting thing is that there are several queens, which is Woo! super cool. Um, the yeah, first nice. one was like, right, there was... She was the oldest, and she was like, yeah, I'm not giving it to my younger brothers, and she made the new rule. And that's all we know about them, because yeah, Tolkien. Yeah, whenever stuff is cool and happening, there's a king. I'm sure that's just how it happened, though, and was not in Tolkien's ability to change. Mm -hmm. He was just writing down facts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> At least uh... they exist, which is, frankly, a higher bar than what we had even just a little while ago so that's actually a good point i wouldn't have even expected that yeah yeah oh no she was only she was an only child she wasn't that cool even so yeah you know better than nothing we'll take it uh, so anyway everything we mentioned about uh the numenorians being mortal and elros making the choice for them and also them still getting to look at valinor mm, there's a little bit of resentment that kind of grows because they're like why do we have to die? This is a rotten stick. I enjoy that the elves call it the gift of men and the humans call it the doom of men. <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. Um, there is a lot of uh, grounded perspective context here. Like when they're talking, well, we're not there yet. When they're talking about the faithful um, and it's like you can straight up see which parts are propaganda or are supposed to be propaganda, and which parts are anchored in a different perspective. It was fun. It was fun to read. So yeah, that's, yeah, they start to get extra resentful, and then, you know, one of them starts to be like, I'm Lord of the West, and they start to distance themselves from the elves and generally make bad decisions that are certainly, definitely only going to lead to good things for them. Mm -hmm. um, all of this pretty much comes to a head when... Um, one of them is like, hey, I'm going to fight Sauron. Uh, and Sauron, <laughs> remember at this point, is still hot. <laughs> the most important yes, part this of this important. chapter. This is by far the most important part of this chapter. It's that Sauron's still hot. And so Sauron is like, 
Oh, no, I couldn't possibly fight you. Let me bow down before you. <laughs> and then um, this one king is an idiot, and he's like, all right, cool, I'm taking you prisoner. Mm. And then he listens to Sauron. Mistakes were made. Historically a bad idea. I mean, yep. important to note that this king, our Farazon, also like deposed his uncle who was the previous king in a rebellion and took the crown well the scepter well whatever (laughs) yeah not not a good dude the object yeah also an idiot not gonna end well for him um so you know after all of this resentment and stuff that had been building uh sauron is like you know what seems like it would be a really good idea i mean i'm just a prisoner what do i know but um you should attack Valinor and then you'll be immortal why do people listen to him because he's hot hot. god that's so true though (laughs) and I don't think hot is like really cutting it he's like gorgeous you know elves god I'm gonna end up looking at hot Sauron fan art after this aren't I you're welcome that is between you and your gods (laughs) you and your Valar <laughs> you, um, you and your Meyer are more to the point, but yeah. Well, yes. Um so anyway, this this all goes uh predictably awfully. You know what? I'm sorry, hold on. It sucks that Sauron gets to be hot and like the good Meyer are Gandalf, who's just you're an old man now. Like why does Sauron get to, why doesn't Gandalf get to be young and hot? I mean he could probably make himself young and hot. I just, I would have liked to see that version of the movie, you know? I just had this (laughs) image in my head momentarily of me Googling hot Gandalf and I (laughs) envisioned the search results and then scarred myself. I was going to say, then aborted that thought immediately. (laughs) I didn't even need to do it to scar myself. (laughs) Pin up Gandalf. So yeah, everything goes predictably bad. By which I mean, they cut off Valinor entirely and sink Numenor into the ocean forever. So you know, a little bad. <laughs> Except uh, for some of them do make it to shore. Yeah, uh, just a couple people. I don't know if you know their names. Uh, Elendil and his son Isildur, and that other son whose name no one ever remembers, Anarion. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Tell me God. honestly, do you remember Anarion's name? No, okay. I didn't know his True name facts. until it came True up facts. again. I was like, oh, yeah. I read this I, when I was reading, not this bit, but the second bit, because I read this bit yesterday and the second bit I read today. <laughs> when I was reading it and they kept talking about Anarion, I'd completely forgotten who Anarion even was. <laughs> Between yesterday and today. Yep. <laughs> I was like, this name is familiar. I'm just going to go with it. Just go with it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they escape. But unfortunately, tragedy has already befallen. It's really, really sad. Sauron has lost his mortal form, and he can no longer be hot again. It went down with the island. Pour one out for hot Sauron, everyone. <laughs> Please, but, oh evil empire, luckily, whose name starts with A, give us what we want in the show. Hot Sauron, also played by Ben Barnes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say no. 
Nobody would. That's the thing. Nobody would. <laughs> Maybe Ben Barnes, because I think he's sick of playing <laughs> evil. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, thank God he already put most of his life force into the ring. So do you think like, okay, so here's Hot Sauron. He's on Numenor. He's lying. He's whispering his lies. Whatever. Whispers. <laughs> to the stupid king. They go. They land on the Undying Lands. The Valar flip their shit. Numenor sinks. Sauron body, gone. But the ring was on his body. Did it just like float? Did it fly back? Did, <laughs> how did the away. ring get... How did incorporeal Sauron get the ring? Did he immediately turn into big evil Sauron? I, this is a good question. I, how did I mean, the logistics of this work? It definitely said he, you know, was a spirit of hatred. But I don't know. Do we know he had the ring on him? I don't know why he would have had it somewhere else. But... Sauron was caught in the wreck of Numenor so that the bodily form in which he long had walked perished. But he fled back to Middle-earth, a spirit of hatred born upon a dark wind. He was unable ever again to assume a form that seemed fair to men, but became black and hideous. Thanks for... Some Luke racism there. And his power thereafter was through terror alone. Doesn't say. I choose to think that the ring floated back on a gentle wind. I was going to say, I like picturing this little dark cloud with a little bit of glitter inside <laughs> it. Just drifting <laughs> along eastward. Anyways, dude was pissed at Elendil. As yep. one does. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, they had that battle and all that stuff, whatever. It sounds better when Kate Blanchett reads it, so. Yes. See the beginning of so The true. Fellowship of the Ring movie. Okay, so part two, we're going to skip because it's just names. And if you're interested, <laughs> I don't know why you would be, but you can you can just look up the names. It's fine. Well, and it, like, it gives us the names of the people that we're about to read about anyway. I mean, but like... Just as I was mentioning with Anarian, it doesn't matter who they are or who their dad was. Like, just, just take in the names in one eyeball, out the other. It doesn't matter. Just let, let them go. <laughs> Tolkien is turning over in his grave as I say that, but I don't care. <laughs> Mood. Um, okay, so yes, part three. Eriador, Arnor, and the heirs of Isildur. Isildur? Whatever. Um, basically we just get, like, some geography. It's riveting. Eridor is, you know, think of the Shire and the Grey Havens in that area of the map. It's on the map. Look at the map. Yeah. The the northwest bits. So, yeah, like, for the first first bit here, we just get, uh, Isildur and Elendil were the High Kings of Arnor, and, like, what's-his-face, the dad, Elen... No, that's later. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, so I guess important things to remember is that, right, uh, Sildor ended up being, like, in charge of the north, and then his brother, Anarion, was in the south in Gondor. Right, yes. And despite um, Arnor not really coming into the Lord of the Rings, pre-Lord of the Rings, it is the more important part, which has always confounded me. Yeah, and it's pretty wild, because... It's the more important part, but basically all that we ever get of it is in this section. Yeah. 
this right here. It's um, how many pages is it in my book? Five pages. All like Oof. this is why this place is the most important. Okay, so Elendil after so there was Elendil, and then his son Isildur became high king. We know what happened to him. And then there were eight <laughs> other high kings before shit went real bad. And then there's a bit where it goes over where some of the plant here are, which, if we all recall, have <sighs> were made by Fanor, but are now belonging mostly to men. The elves didn't keep them. I don't know, man. Some of the elves did. I don't know. Well, I think I think they mostly were in Numenor. Mm. And then, right, uh, Elendil snuck them away with him. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so there's the one on Emonsol, which we might know as Weathertop. And I think that one's Emonsol. Yeah, Weathertop right there. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some other ones. Doesn't matter. And then, so there's a big war with Angmar. And there's a dude called the Witch King of Angmar, who's like a big bad. But it turns out that that's the big bad of the ring race, but nobody knew it. But we all we all already know that. <laughs> so there was a lot of um, tension there when we didn't know, but we did. <laughs> and then this there's some great. like some bad this racism is... here about these hill people. Well, yeah, definitely calling them hill people doesn't help. But yeah, I'm with you. I know what you mean. It's just like, okay. And then they didn't even listen to them, and then their ship sank. And was like, yep. All right, well, so you were rude to these deserved. people. They helped you out. They warned you that you were going to die, and then you died. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, great. The end. Yep. <laughs> okay, that's the really best version of this section. <laughs> and also, like, all these kings have the most fucking ridiculous names. I'm sorry, they're all bad. Argaleb II? Why? Yeah, I, I could not keep any of them straight like, because of that. Isildur and Anarian and whatever their dad's name was. I just read Elendil. Cool names. <laughs> Argaleb. And then for a while there, for like a really long while, I kept having to read Arvadui. That can't be right. That's not how you say that. That's I couldn't tell name. you, but I can definitely tell you. Tolkien looked at some of these characters and were like, you're going to be a villain. So you have to have a shitty villain name. But these are, say, all like are, yeah, these are like kings of Arnor. Yeah, these are good people. Arvedui? Maybe. That's better than Arvedui, which is how I was saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Although his kid is called Aranath, and that's not bad. Aranath? Probably Aranath, actually. With an R in it. Ar Aranarth. Oh, you're right. Aranarth. Oh, that's worse. Never mind. That one that was one okay R to changed me. everything. Um, so anyway... We learn no. a bit about the Barrow Towns here. Yes. You're going backwards again. <laughs> I don't even know. I just wanted to mention, we learn a bit about the Barrow Towns that it's said to have originally been the burial place of the humans before they like met the elves. So back in some Silmarillion shit. Um, so then when they set up Arnor, they were like, oh, we should bury our important people here because that's ancient and cool. And that's how, th that is what led to Frodo and the Hobbits having a bad time there. With ghosts. That's yeah. important that's Arnor folk. Yep. Yeah, and all this is to say, even before uh, the Witch King showed up, they were all just fighting among each other. So pretty much they were all just like, this is the important spot. And so we're just going to all kill each other, as humans do. Oh, I did jump ahead there. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. this is all a blur in my brain, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So basically, there was a whole lot of infighting, um, 
and everything going bad. And then the Witch King showed up and basically sent things from bad to worse. Um, and by that point, just about everyone was already dead, um, <laughs> which is mostly just sad because you're like, you're remembering this is pretty much all of the Dunedain in the north. Uh, and yeah. very quickly, they're pretty much wiped out. Which is why they become rangers, because there's like 10 of them. Yep. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but you know. Yeah. We can talk about King Arvedui properly. <laughs> no, I, I thought we were good. I think we were good how we did that. We don't need to redo that bit. It's fine. Well, I don't know. I, I was, I, it's so very Tolkien. He just gives us this random other bit of lore tucked in here. All about these people, the snowmen. Right. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. But weren't there some hill people too? <laughs> the snowmen. There are always hill people. I like <laughs> just read this and it's all, it just gone. Literally like an hour ago you read yeah. this. <laughs> um, I just got to say that when he talks about snowmen, I was yanked entirely out of the story. <laughs> Because I couldn't stop picturing snowmen. <laughs> That's really funny because I didn't even do that at all. Like I was just picturing a bunch of Viking dudes uh, up until I had to just say it out loud right now. And I was like, ah, oh, yes, the snowmen. And then I'm like, oh, no. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait. Really, like a whole lexicon at your disposal, Token, and you named them snowmen. I feel like we've had this problem before with We have this many problem many times. Of his, if they're of not things. elves, if they're not elves, Tolkien's like, fuck it. And even if they are elves, but they aren't the elves he wants to talk about. Yeah, we've been here before. I recognize that tree. Arva Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. I really hope that that's who this show is about. These people. <laughs> And the snowmen. <laughs> Arva Dewey and the snowmen. My favorite Christmas story. <laughs> Tolkien, not only Tolkien, but like every Tolkien fan ever is angry at us right now. <laughs> also, the sentence, do not mount on this sea monster. Mm, that was a good sentence. That was um, some imagery that they conjured for us. About a boat. Yeah. So, so yeah, the king is hiding with these snow people uh, who are pretty much what you think. You know, they have like <clears throat> snowshoes and skates and stuff and, and use sleds. Um, and because it's very cold and snowy there, they're pretty much isolated from everyone else. And he's able to hide there, uh, which is all going great until everyone's friend, Kierden the shipwright, sends a ship to rescue him. And, um, yeah. And, and the snowmen say, we have a bad feeling about this because the Witch King is still holding winter over these lands. Just wait before getting on that until it's summer when the Witch King's power fades. That's all new information. Witch King is kind of an Elsa type. That's cool. Yep. Um, uh, but Arvedui? Arve no, I can't. Arvedui. Whatever. <sighs> Is all like, nah, it's cool. I know these people. And he gets on the boat and they all die. And that is basically <laughs> the end of... That is basically the end of the North Kingdom. And after that, it's just Dunedain. Yep. And all the people... Sorry. And Go all ahead. the peoples of Eriador diminished. Yet the line 
of the kings was continued by the chieftains of the Dunedain, of whom Arnath, Arnarth, whatever, son of Arvedui, Arved, Arvedu, was the first. And then there's a couple of other A names. Oh, most yep. importantly, though, the hobbits are cool. They did send some people to be in some sort of a battle, and they all died. But after that, the hobbits were just like, we're just going to move down into this corner, the Shire, and stay out of your shit, and you're going to leave us alone. And that was that. Yeah. And they basically- They elected a thane mm-hmm. and yeah. were like, yeah, we'll pretend we'll let the king take over again if he comes back. But nah, bro. We have, we have our thane. We don't care about your king. But it's interesting that they did at one point. Yeah. Yeah, and I like this little bit of them describing what they use the saying, uh, when the king comes back, of some, you know, basically, when the cows come home kind of thing. <laughs> or like, um, you know, when the sun rises in the west or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the Dunedain became a secret wandering people. Secret, and their secret. deeds and labors were seldom sung or recorded. Recorded? What the fuck? Recorded. Hard to say. This is also when uh, all that secret stuff, special stuff, <laughs> is kept safe. <laughs> Elrond is keeping it secret, keeping it safe. Um, the the shards of Narsil. They gave him the star and that stuff. scepter. <laughs> yes, he's holding on to that. Then we get to yeah. Aragorn the first, who was slain by wolves. Arahad the first. Wait, in the days of her, I don't know, whatever. He's probably killed by orcs. Yeah, Aragorn one, <laughs> slayed by wolves. Aragad one, slayed by orcs. Uh, then we get the tale of Celebrian, El- Elrond's wife, who was attacked. I w- when you wrote in the notes here the story about Elrond's wife, I was really expecting more than half a paragraph. <laughs> but sadly, it's just she was captured by orcs. I fucked her up. So she was like, bye, and she went to the Undying Lands. It's a very Tolkien story. <laughs> About a woman, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wanted to look up. It was what she had suffered torment and received a poisoned wound. And that it like gave a note back to like page 221, what? way back in fellowship. And I was like, what is that pointing to? Mine is 295, and my fellowship is just out of reach. So we're not going to know. <laughs> the world may never know well uh, yeah i was trying to figure out i was like okay is this something random or was it like uh trying to point back to like the morgul blade sort of thing because those mm. would be different vibes very okay give me a second hold on okay thank you Monks of in class canopy there's that a lady fair to look upon and so like was she in former to Aaron? she was his daughter there's nothing here wow <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just, we're sure it's just, it was going to fellowship. Yeah, I can't think of what else it was going to. Our, yeah, it's the eternal page continued pages. Yeah. Then I have no other ideas. Yeah, it's probably just like here, where you can learn more about Elrond and his sons. <laughs> well, and Arwen, his sons aren't really mentioned. It's the page on which we meet Elrond, but his wife is not yeah. mentioned. Wow, amazing. Yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, so again, very Tolkien and wild that just right after this whole spiel that's just like, here's the list 
of the whole family of the Dunedain and how they all died. It's just like, oh, by the way, here's this story about what happened to Elrond's wife. In half a paragraph. Yeah. I know we talked about it a little bit last episode because I had read this beforehand. but And then it goes on to mention that there were 15 chieftains of the Dunedain before the 16th and last was born, Aragorn II, who became king of both Gondor and Arnor. Yay. And uh, even (laughs) the Shire people are happy about that, but... I think that mm. has to do with how Pippin becomes their thane. So, <laughs> and also yeah. the fact that Aragorn said, you know, that no big people will bother the Shire, which I think was really good of him. And it even says that when he wants to visit his 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 hobbit friends, he like goes to the border but doesn't go in. He just waits for them outside. I like that a lot. It's both cute and also utterly mm. ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. I do like the idea maybe that sometimes he like puts on his old strider clothes and like sneaks in in the dead of night to have a little uh pipeweed. A little pipeweed and some <laughs> ale at the uh at 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 Beg End. That is cute. Oh, and Eleanor becomes mm-hmm. a, a maid of Eve, of of Arwen. Again, something I want to know more about like are, are we talking mostly a name like only when Arwen comes up north? Are they just like pen pals? <laughs> I assume she goes to live with them for at least some time in in Gondor. Mm-hmm. Or in right? Minas like, Tirith. Adventures of Eleanor and Minas Tirith. Me too. Oh my God. Yes. It would be so cute. I want it so bad. There is truly a dearth of, I don't even know what to call that. I don't understand how Tolkien, I mean, I understand, but I'm upset about how Tolkien comes up with all these amazing ideas for stories about women and then doesn't do drops them yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i don't know what to say about that because really he struggled so hard just just to write the books that we do have yeah that's i just you know there's Mm -hmm. a reason why i don't read new fantasy written by men they've had their time as far as i'm concerned yeah, someone has to recommend it very strongly for me to pick it up. Basically, it has to have already been written by, like, somebody I already read. Like, mm-hmm. it has to be Tolkien or Riordan. I'll read them, but that's about it. Yeah. Tolkien's writing new fantasy by men? <laughs> <laughs> what? I because Christopher <laughs> Tolkien publishes some of his... Okay, okay. Sure. Has published. That's what I meant. I didn't mean <laughs> from beyond the grave, Tolkien writing. I mean, you know. No. Although, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, anyway, I mean, I get that we don't get more about Eleanor because we don't get more about anyone post the plot. But I still, it's super cute and I wish we had more. Yes. I mean, yeah, never mind. <clears throat> I was going to talk about Gimli, but it's fine. We can do it later. We'll I get mean, there. Yeah, we're going to get to yep. dwarves eventually. Just, we don't get anything after the plot. Well, actually, we do get little things. The most important line in the whole book, yes. Yep. It's coming up. Yep. So hilarious. Okay, but we did it. Yeah. We read these random sections of the appendices. Yeah, I'm so sorry to people if you're listening and you like the appendices and think that this stuff is all really important. Uh, maybe this podcast just isn't for you, because <laughs> just skip along. Yeah, because for the most part, this is just like, well, okay. Yeah, some of it I is think interesting. It is, 
but well and i think it's also interesting that you know because we're reading it we did read it out of order essentially just that one bit just like one contained story of aragorn and arwen is not out of order no 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 no. i mean like the fact that this would have been this would would have been published before the silmarillion and so this would have been all that you know people had and all those this little tidbits would have been way right. more fascinating. Yes. Except for the part where we're like, oh, yeah, and here's the Cliff's Notes version of it. <laughs> that is all a very fair point, actually. Yes. If I was reading this without having read The Silmarillion, I would be eating up a lot more of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's And again, it's kind of like some of our Silmarillion episodes where we're like, there's some really interesting tidbits here. It's not exactly like a riveting story. They are appendices. Yeah. Like, it's still... Oh yeah, the family tree mixed in is with a story tidbits. Mm. <laughs> it's like so. the elves' history textbook. Yeah, and you have like a really bad history teacher who's not making it interesting at all, even though you can see that there's fucking dragons. <laughs> He's just mumbling into his chalkboard, trying really hard to get. To my hand. He's literally just to leave. like, and the dragon convinced them to be incestuous lovers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like how is this not more interesting that's so like what <laughs> again please see our episodes on <laughs> on this Merlion. but um yeah I guess that's it for this week next week we are finishing appendices A appendix A no no we're not oh fuck I'm done <laughs> we're, we're finishing, finishing appendix A part one that's what I meant yes because mm-hmm. we're not doing appendix b because that's just here's a timeline and then no 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 appendix no. a has parts one two and three yeah it has many parts in it we're gonna be talking about so so we just finished off you know we made it to aragorn by way of uh the dunedain we're gonna now get to aragorn by way of gondor okay so we just followed a sealed door now we're gonna follow Scrolls up in my notes, Anarion. <laughs> <laughs> but that's next week. Anarion is the forgotten brother next week. We will again forget his Ooh. name. Probably or forget for sure. See, I remember the name. I just forget who he is. Sorry to all you Anarion stands out there. If you've made it through 101 episodes of this, you know who we are. It's true. That's true. Okay, and before we sign off, just a quick thank you. We've got two new patrons that I wanted to mention. So a big thank you to Iris. I really hope I'm saying that right. And a big thank you to Martin Um, and to all of our lovely patrons. We highly appreciate your support. I hope you don't regret it after this episode. (laughs) Why do we say that every time? Yeah, wait. (laughs) Yeah. We should have confidence. People know what they signed up for. Look, we are a delight. <laughs> <laughs> that is there a word. Thank you for appreciating us. Yeah. We there appreciate you. Where I think we are truly, you know, enjoying the story and just being ridiculous about it. And there are times like this one when we're just like, here's some information. I don't know. And then we talk about peeling grapes, you know? <laughs> And if you, too, wish to support us on the whole peeling grapes thing, you can do so at patreon.com slash so you want to read Tolkien. If you want to support us in a non-monetary way, we always appreciate ratings and reviews on your podcast listening platform of choice. 
or you can email us at you want to read Tolkien at gmail.com. You can tweet us at to read Tolkien. I've been Rachel. I've been Emmy. And we will see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.